All right, everybody. Welcome back to another Sting Stang Ring Rang Ding Dang Ling Lang Ping Pang episode (laughs) of Is This What You Want with Jat and Mulia. Jat. Jat? I'm Jat. And I'm Mulia. Mulia sounds better because it sounds like money. I am a Mulia. Jat sounds like uh, a CrossFit gym guy. Jat likes to throw the medicine ball around. My name's Jat and I throw old car parts around to get ripped. That's literally all I know CrossFit is, is people in a junkyard throwing big hunks of fucking cars around. Yeah, once you fucking chuck a car over a fence, you won. What's that old saying? Chuck a car once, shame on me. Chuck a car <laughs> twice, congratulations. <laughs> There's no more car <laughs> left. You chucked it. Guys, it's good to be here uh, on our uh, regular day. 500th episode. Thursday. No, don't lie to the people. <laughs> no. uh, and listen, we, we are recording a little bit earlier in the day, so uh, I, I'd say this is more of a, of a European chappy hour. Yes. I wouldn't say that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> The Europeans like to drink a lunch. That's not just a European thing. That's an everywhere thing. It's not an everywhere thing. I was looking this up earlier because now having a drink with lunch is not what it used to be. There used to be like, it was like what what was it called? Like the three martini lunch where you'd make business deals over lunch in an old steakhouse. Three martinis is a lot. I know. I'd be fucked. Th- everybody was drinking in is the Is that 50s. why a lot of businesses tank? Because they're tanked. No, that's where all these backdoor deals happen. It's just the boys hanging out in an old dark steakhouse talking about dames getting sloshed. I, in my later days of working at the Apple retail store as a Mac genius, would uh, occasionally go out for a few beers on on lunch. Yeah, you'd get like a light beer or two at lunch. You wouldn't have three martinis. I maxed at three once. Once I had like three in an hour and it was like... I was pretty buzzbowed. And when you go to the Apple store, you're never, no part of you is like, I wonder if my genius is a little drunk right now. But I was still fixing shit. I mean, good for you. Because there was, there was guys that would come in like blazingly high at like seven in the morning and they were still fixing shit. I think I might be able to do it better high, but it was funny to do a little buzz. I, a little buzz is fine. And honestly, come to think of it, because I've worked in, in restaurants and I'd always work the lunch shift. And yeah, people, people were drinking i remember i worked at some pub and the manager did the math i don't know where he got this math from but basically that like people can have a pint every 15 minutes so he's like was pushing us to try to get people to buy like in a 45 minute lunch three pints i'm like really that's insane 15 minutes well yeah so i'd always be like a beer with lunch and everybody's like no i'm gonna have a coke or a water you psychopath yeah just trying to get local business people drunk as hell i mean would, maybe it would stimulate the economy a little bit maybe that's what this maybe that's what the world needs right now they need long everybody needs longer lunches i'm telling you when i was in spain you'd have a long ass a long late ass. lunch and then you'd have a fucking siesta and then you'd have a late dinner and everybody was so happy yum yum Makes you more productive. Are they talking about like changing school weeks to like three or four days or something like that, which makes more sense? Yeah. So on the fifth day, kids can 
get hammered. Yeah, they can get drunk and play their little Fortnite videos. They're going to extend lunches for children so they can have a martini. Yeah, martinis for every kid. Vote for me, and I'll get a martini in every hand of every child. I mean, it's very irresponsible, but also how cute would it be? A little businessman drinking a little martini? Little kids walking around with little martinis all, all lunch. A little mustache. Sitting on swing sets, just little, little swirling monocle. the olive. <laughs> Look at little Jimmy swirling the olive over there. What a little dainty dame. Um, also, I should note that we were recording this not in Ottawa. Nottawa, as you would call it. Also, not Nottawa, which is a real place. Are you still with me, listener? Um, <laughs> we are currently in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we are in the basement of our friends uh, Kira and Jeff Paul's house. Because they're letting us stay here, and their basement is a fully functional bar. Uh, yes, it's called the Andrew Bar. Yes, it's called the Andrew Bar after named after a local comedian. You Which see. apparently I came up with. Yeah, you said it. You would have been drunk yourself. Uh, I was you obviously it. drunk. Um, it's a fun word association, and you know, one that any one of us could have done. But um, we are down here. Whoa! Way to <laughs> that take took away. You a because I. W- <laughs> That was too. I was lost in thought. They have a wall here in the old Andrew Bar, with all of our headshots on it. So the headshots of uh, many of the comedians who frequent this bar. Yeah. And then I was just looking at Andrew Bar's stupid headshot, thinking, I'm like, wouldn't it be nice to have a little bar named after you? Nobody's yeah. gonna call their bar the Julia Lagowitz. The Lagowitz Flakowitz. Your bar. Your well, his last name is Bar. I know, but the Lagowitz is a nothing. Yeah, my last name is more a bar than than anyone's. I think. Come on down to O'Brien's. There's. Get on down to O'Brien's and drag your bare bum on the pavement. And don't look at the owner in the eyes. Ladkowitz sounds like something that happens to you when you drink too much at a bar. Like, I got Ladkowitz last night. Yeah, you're like, it's getting sloshed up. You're getting Ladkowitz. It sounds like a type of, like, like electric, like, you're getting, like, shocked. You got, oh, man. you got electrocuted sh- so much, you got Ladkowitz. I stuffed my hand in a toaster and I got Ladkowitz. Yeah, because the heart, the, the Z at the end is very, it's quite jarring, your name. Too jarring. Uh, wait, it's too legit to quit. Um, this is this place is too legit to quit. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll post pictures. Are we allowed to post pictures or is this a private venue? They have a friggin' Instagram account. That's right, they do. I don't know if it's private, though. Anyway, we're here in Toronto. Why are we here in Toronto all of a sudden, Julia? Do you want to say it or is it we're you want here. me to say it? I mean, we said it last week on the podcast. Did we fucking say it? Yeah, that was my warm and friggin' fuzzy. Oh, my God. We're no, wait, he- was it? Yes. Shit. We're okay. here in Toronto because I booked a commercial. A commercial in Persia. A commercial kiss. Yes. Uh, and you filmed it already. Now we're just bumming around I town did. like two sloppy old caribous. <laughs> Wow, speak for yourself. I feel like shit. I do too. <laughs> um, and I think it's because uh, we have not been ordering out. We never, like, we rarely get takeout or like anything from restaurants. Lately, yeah. Lately. Since in, pandemic. Since pandemic. And here we've been, you know, we got like Indian food and jerk chicken. And I, it, that's, that's it's what. It's giving me nightmares. I feel like, um, do you know in, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when he drinks through that he drinks that like potion? No. And he just writhes around and screams and he gets brainwashed. That's how I felt last night and yeah. the night before, because I'm just full of spicy food and I feel like I'm uh, being poisoned by uh, a cursed beast. I mean, you've heard the story a thousand times because I keep 
everybody just wants to know. But uh, so yesterday, Matt was dropping me to my commercial shoot. Very nice man. And uh, we had Indian food the night before yeah, and right. in the morning had, had a little coffee, felt good. And we're driving there and we are so close. And I'm like, I'm going to shit my pants. Like, I cannot wait because the whole thing when you arrive to set, you get processed. You have to go through all this like COVID stuff. So I was like, OK, that's going to add extra time. I'm not going to make it to the bathroom. So Matt pulls over and I sprint into a Tim Hortons. First of all, you do you were doing like Lamaze style breathing techniques. Oh yeah. It's like reverse birth. It's like the same breathing to get a baby out or to it, keep a poo in. Yeah. It was I was trying to keep the poo in and I was sweating and I was nervous also because I'm like, it's my first day back on set and I'm, I'm gonna be late. Shit. <laughs> and then, so oh I forgot this part of the story too. So I run in and I go to the bath. There's only one bathroom open. I go in, there's shit on the floor. Like two giant turds. Right. And I'm like, no. And I was like, but I have to go. And then the no. <laughs> and then the toilet is so clogged up and I'm trying to like flush it. And I don't know what to do. So I run out because there's no plan B. I couldn't go somewhere else because it was going to be too late. So I asked the poor lady working there. I'm like, can you, can you help me? Can you help me flush the toilet? Because it won't flush. And I, I don't want to make more of a mess. I said, I don't want to make more of a mess. Like I didn't want to like add to the mess that was already yes. there. You should have said add to the pre-existing mess. I didn't I didn't want to alarm people by being like there's already shit on the floor but anyway. So she goes in and she seems to fix it quite quickly. But then she like looks at the floor and the shit and then looks at me and gives me a dirty look and I'm like but I didn't have time. All I wanted to do was be like I didn't sh- it's not my shit. I didn't It ain't my shit. But then like that's something you expect to hear in a Tim Hortons, especially. I just knew if I said that, everybody would look at me in my sweatpants and I'm sweating and they'd be like, some Karen took a fucking shit on the floor and won't own up to it. That's an upgraded Karen. Karens are getting more organized. They're shitting. And then I, w- and I went in there and I'm like, this is usually I would walk right out of there and be like, goodbye shit. But I had to shit by shit because that was my only option. Yes. I like literally just sprayed hand sanitizer everywhere did my business and the worst part is right like as the woman was fixing the toilet for me someone from production called being like hey we're just wondering um what your eta is i'm like i just stop to make a poo toilet time i I was like i'm i'm I'm, I'm almost there i'm two minutes away i just i had to stop to to use the bathroom they're like that's okay yeah that's fine uh and then i got there i'm like i'm sorry and he's like you don't have to explain yourself i'm like oh god now everybody knows that i just dumped at a tim wharton's i think it's best to show up to set. I mean, if this is a tip for any of you aspiring actors to show up completely empty of shit. I think that's a, uh, you know, that's a a courtesy to everyone on set. And then I saw the toilet where it was and I'm like, okay, so I would have been processed. They would have taken my temperature and then I would have sprinted to this weird porta potty thing and then just exploded because no, it would have been, I'm I'm glad with our decision to shit before I got to, to set. To shit on top of the other shit. It wasn't on top of the other shit. It was near it. Well, let me tell you my part of the story is I was driving. Is this what you want? You want good shit stories? You got two coming down the pipe. Matt and Puglia, more like it. Is this Didn't we say what that? you Matt want? And Puglia? With Matt and Puglia. Puglia. Also coming down the pipe. With That's Shat and Puglia. I am Shat. This is the Shat and Puglia ep- part <laughs> so of the Shat's episode. So Shat's version of the story That's is... Matt. I dropped you off and I was like, I had the same amount, more Indian food. I was like, I feel okay. I feel fine. And I was like, Julia, you know, her bowels can't handle the heat. So she had to get out of the kitchen, right? And then 
the second I dropped you off, I'm like, I'm going to shit. <laughs> I had to shit so bad. And it came in waves. I was doing exactly what you were doing, only no one was around. <laughs> and I got back to this condo that we're staying in, sprinted, like ripped my clothing off like a pro wrestler. <laughs> and was just uh, like the like a newborn baby on a would it you stop you know and it was uh, it was good but it was a close call and here's the thing Here, after yeah. after uh, I was wrapped as that's what they call it in showbiz wrapped shitting or wrapped filming wrapped filming I see and by the way I don't I had like a hard boiled egg that morning and then nothing else on set because I was just I mean there was food but there wasn't really time so it was like you know. By the time I ate again, it was one, and we wanted jerk chicken. So then we ate jerk chicken. Like, what is Bad wrong with idiots. us? We're idiots. We're both too stupid idiots. There's just so much beautiful food here in Toronto that we want to eat. And we love we spicy food, and we love beans, and we love <sighs> sauces. But now I, I, and then we had Indian food again today for leftovers. Because what are you gonna do? Throw it out? No. No, you're an idiot. If it's so delicious, Banjara, by the way. Banjara is amazing, but maybe we just can't do spicy anymore. Like that spicy. It I wasn't just, even that spicy. It kind of reminded me of those like antacid commercials that you see on TV where it's like a fat loser and he's like, oh, I can't eat pizza at the fair anymore. Yeah. And I'm always just like, don't. You, if that's what's happening to your body, don't do it. But then I became that fat loser because I'm like, but the leftovers, they can't go in the garbage. I'm garbage. Well, let's just get some friggin' antacid. Oh, I think I might. Um, I think I might. So the commercial was good. The commercial was good. You and killed uh, it. You made a million dollars. I killed it. I got a million dollars. Canadian. And then I bought Chappie. Apparently, so one of our fans oh, yeah. alerted us that there's some big like Hollywood sale. And they're selling pro- movie props. Yes. And they were selling Chappie. Chappie. Um, let me find the thing. Did you tweet at it on our account? No, I, I think he responded it to it. I don't have my phone near me. It is um, charging I'm currently on the internet and I'm sure I could find it. Yeah. He tagged us in it. What was the price? It was like, it's like 15 grand or something. So 15 grand for a, f- a fully non-functioning chappie. Can you imagine? Um, like it was we don't have a house. We don't have like <laughs> anything, but we have a chappie. We have a chappie. I think if it was actually functioning it would be it would sell for less i think they'd because be people like, are like i don't want this annoying yeah, asshole in my I house i don't like this chippy um i can't find the chappy that what was is wrong sale. with you man when was that how long ago was that not long like a couple like days ago. ago right it should be on our is this what you want one uh, but i i remember seeing a mention Where we got a it? mention in both i think he tagged all Shit. of us i think he tagged you he tagged me and he tagged is this what you want podcast I mean, in a more perfect world, it would be funny to start like a GoFundMe and raise money to buy a Chappie for the show. We were joking about that, but we're like, listen, there are a lot of things going on where your money would be better spent than trying to get two idiots a full Chappie. Yeah. um, Also, where are we going to put Chappie? It's possible he deleted it. There's no way he deleted it. Maybe. Maybe it's because it was purchased. Um, shit. Did I save the picture? This is blowing my mind. All right. I, I saved. All right. Sorry, I got to fill can, time here. No, can you f- you um, fill some there time? There it in. is. Oh, there it is. I saved it for my own personal use. But I want to know who alerted us. That's the bigger. I thing. completely cannot find the tweet right now. They should have. It's a. It's advertised as a full size chappy. 
<laughs> title character robot with replica head. Oh, so it's not even the... Um, it's not even a real head? It's not even the original head. Uh, that's No. If I'm buying a Chappie, it has to be the original head. If I showed up to this auction, monocle in, uh, tuxedo t-shirt on, what else would I wear? Khaki shorts with too many pockets. Um, that would be my first question. Is this the real original Chappie head? No, I would show like, up a with replica. a full turkey on my head and sunglasses. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dr. Cuisine. I want to purchase this. Dr. Cuisine? <laughs> That's you, Dr. Cuisine. Um, a full-size chappy title character robot with replica head from Neil Blomkamp. Oh, God, is that the director's name? <laughs> it looks like it's Neil Neil with two L's. That's crazy looking. Oh, is, isn't that Nell? Neil? Neil Blomkamp. Blomkamp. Uh, Blomkamp sounds like what you did wait. in the toilet. What, did we ever look at what Chappie is in other languages? I think that's our final episode. <laughs> I don't want to. I guarantee it's all just like Chappie or like shitty robot. Torpor. <laughs> uh, he's designed by Weta Workshop. We should cut, we should get these people on the, on the phone here. The people that design Chappie. I mean, they're not responsible for the voice. What do I hate most about Chappie? Who is Chappie's voice? Danny DeVito? Chappie. <laughs> Actually, who did voice Chappie? That's what I just asked. Yeah, I just repeated what you said just so I uh, got the question down. Who voiced Chappie? Can you imagine it was like a big, so they're like Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> just like a really uh, Chappie voice. Um, it's going to be like Dion. Fucking Mario Lopez. Do not ho- know who this is. South African actor Charlto Copley. Charlto. Oh, he was in District 9. He was the lead guy in District 9. He is Chappie. You know what? I was thinking about District District 9 the other day and how whenever we talk about Chappie, that's what I picture. Because it's the same director. It's the same everything. Oh. But this, guy, I guess the director is like, hey, do you want to, you know that movie you were in with me? Can you be an annoying, terrible robot in this bad movie? I wonder if he was like hired for District 9 and then was forced into contract for Chappie. I yeah, feel they like just locked him up until he did Chappy. Well, I was going to say more contractually <laughs> bound <laughs> with a pen and paper rather than put in a cell in his basement. You will make Chappy with me. I am not Chappy. You are Chappy. I mean, what if they locked him in the Chappy suit until he just became Chappy? And he's still Chappy. And to he's this still Chappy, and he's fifteen grand. And we yeah, can buy him. he's in the suit. That's part of the auction. They're like comes with full man inside. He's not happy. He's not a happy Chappy. Which you wouldn't be either if you watch the movie. I'm never going to not make fun of this movie. Um, should we move on to our warm and fuzzy? Should we? Sure. Let's play the theme music for it now. Wow, what a nice What a fuzzy. makes me warm and fuzzy. Do you want to go first for sure. fuzzies? Or I'll do my little You're always warm first for fuzzies. Fuzzies. Jordan Foisy. Jordan Foisy, comedian. Look him up. Look him up. <laughs> Shitheads. Uh, <laughs> Listeners, shitheads. My, my warm and fuzzy. Yes. Um, I mean, let's give it a two-banger, and uh, you're going to be annoyed because I'm probably taking what you wanted to say. You're almost likely to say exactly what I'm going to say. But well, go ahead. warm and fuzzy number one is we get we are staying at our friend's Jeff and Kira's place while they're up at the cottage. And isn't that nice? Yes. Because that made this whole uh, 
shoot a lot easier to deal with and it's just nice that we have friends who are lovely and uh let us stay in their place yes even though the little flange on the toilet uh appears to be malfunctioning flange is that what it's the called the little flapper i think i can fix it but there's something going on with the upstairs toilets and if you're listening uh jeff and kira which i don't know why you'd listen to our podcast we have friends who listen to our podcast shout out to christina walkinshaw avid listener good friend wow Hi, Christina. Hi, Christina. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're letting us stay here, and it's very lovely. So it's that's real nice. Good area, too. Yeah, great. It's our old stomping ground. Close to everything. It's Queen, King West, Queen West. It's in the middle of both. It's it's the West. Toronto, it's in it. Toronto. Mm. And another warm and foozy that uh, incorporates you as well. Um, our, our friends Zoe and Tim had us over for dinner last night. And honestly, we haven't... Nobody's had us over for dinner nobody's cooked for us except like my mom or whatever but we we had like a distance dinner and it was so nice for to be barbecued for and they set up this beautiful table in their backyard and everything was so distance and sanitized and nice it is wild not even uh offering to help with any cleaning or anything because yeah. you literally can't i mean uh, dare i say it's nice maybe it's a little nice it is nice but at but the same time for I've been the one doing it for everybody because we've had people over and we're always hosting and it's always me or you or, you know, we put our freaking time in. Yeah, that's right. It was lovely. And then even though their dog, Norm, uh, humped me a lot. Loves Matt. Could not give a shit about me, but like humped the shit out of Matt. There was something. I don't know if it was the jeans I was wearing, the way I was walking, uh, my raw masculinity. I was oozing sexuality, I assume. It, I've never seen a dog, like, use its front legs to, like, to basically, like, hug your thigh That's to, like, anchor dogs themselves. Hump. How else do you think dogs hump? They don't just, like, sloppily. They get their little wrists around their partner. I guess I haven't been humped by a dog in a while. Oh, I've been humped by many a dog. I'll tell you, golden retrievers, they, they, they're, like, big. <laughs> Especially when you're a kid. Oh, my like, uncle's oh! golden retriever it's like, like by a rug. pinned me down in the snow and humped me once. And I honestly think like that's why I need therapy. Huh. It, they were big and they're scary and I hate it. And I remember, I just remember people like laughing or like my uncle's on you like laughed. And I was like, why is nobody helping me? I'm getting assaulted by this fucking golden disgusting dog. They're too big and floppy. There's a lot of Especially these on ones. There. They were meathead idiots. I yeah. hate them. Anyway, it was very traumatizing. But I, but there was something about us yesterday. Just a little uh, uh, tangent here, because we sat on a patio yesterday, guys. And honestly, it, we never do that during the times of COVID because it freaks me out. But we found this one patio, which is basically oh, you, we sat on a patio. I thought you were talking about the party still. No, we sat on a patio of a bar. Of a bar. Yes, not the Andrew bar. Not the Andrew bar. A different bar. But it w- there was literally nobody there, and it was all dividers, separate little kind of like cubbies almost. And it was right on the sidewalk and there was no like foot traffic. So it was basically like sitting on a little park b- bench and we tipped very well. It was very nice. However, there were dogs walking by and all the dogs came up to me and stared at me and would not leave. And all the owners were like, this never happens. Yeah, there was something about you. It was. Um, and it was the best. Again, was it like a smell or something? Or I think it was the, the Indian was foods coming off of me because I remember when we went and I was like, I'm going to have to shower again. I feel like I'm sweating out Indian food. Like I, I smell like strong spices and maybe that's what the dogs like. Maybe dogs like spice. Maybe Is this they... what you want? It's what the dogs wanted, you know? Let me, if you're a dog, let us know if that's what you want. 
um, write to us or however dogs would communicate via, you know, paw prints, whatnot. What's your little warm and fuzzy there? Oh, God. Shithead? I, um, well, yes, it is the, uh, the little patio party we had last night, the little nice dinner. That was nice, even though I had a uh, mild anxiety attack in the middle of it because my stupid phone went off because it said that that our, our apartment camera in Los Angeles was disconnected and I thought mm. that our whole place burned down. Um, it's a gift and a curse, that fucking camera. Yeah, yeah. Because it detects motion. There was a motion detected earlier in the day. and I'm like, oh my God, someone's in our apartment. Checked it and it was just a bug. But then I'm also like, you... Like, does that bug have friends? Yeah. Wh- and how big is it going to get? Yeah. And then it uh, showed that it was disconnected. And I was like, well, where our place is gone. Everything's gone. And then we were like mid-conversation at this. And I just was like imagining our apartment just burning while we're talking. Uh, Why would it be on fire? I don't know. I don't know anything. Nothing's uh, certain these days. So anyway, it freaked me out real good. Turns out everything's fine. It was just a internet outage in our area. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, but so that's that not your warm and fuzzy. The warm and fuzzy was. That the sounds like a sad part. and terrible. Yeah, that was a sad and stressful. Uh, but the warm and fuzzy was the uh, you know the fact that they had us over, and uh, they're very lovely people, and I'm very happy to to know them and have dear friends, dear good friends. It is nice to have dear good friends who care about you. Yes. Is everyone else experiencing this where you're just like, I love my dear good friends, and people are like dear and good. I hope everyone's experiencing <laughs> that. Well, because sometimes it's you don't experience it for so long because you are isolated and you're like, does anybody even give a shit? And then when someone does give a shit, you're like, oh, I didn't realize that you gave a shit. Yeah. And it's, it's nice. It's a nice time. Um, another so I give a shit for all of you. I give my shit to you. I if you want us to give our shits to you, the ones mentioned in the story... We're going to be auctioning them off next to the No, we're not. They're gone. Don't promise something we can't deliver. I kept mine. They will be different shits. Uh, Incorrect. I kept mine. Julia will make a new one. Um, We're going to auction it off next to the Chappie robot (laughs) for $10,000. $15,000 for mine. Do you think you could sell yours for $15,000? If I got famous enough. This shit came from a woman that was on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. If Jennifer Aniston tweeted right now, I'm selling a piece of my shit. Who wants it? How much do you think that would go for? Easily 50 grand. We should look this up. Do ce- do celebrities sell their shit? Well, that's like... I don't know if I want to go down this rabbit no, hole. No, I don't think I want to do that just <laughs> yet. Uh, but there is pe- like those like online uh, model types that sell their like bath water. That's like a bath big thing. Bath water? Yeah, it's like they take a bath and they're like, here's a cup of my water, you dirty asshole. I want to sell my bath water. You should. You should look into it. Look at how much you can sell back. Well, we thought for. about like the old underwear business, like selling my used undies and all that. How much do people buy bath water <laughs> for? Um, this might be a heyday for buying bath water. Who's paying thirty dollars for gamer girls bath water? So yeah, thirty bucks. That's a lot of work to ship it, whatever, and you're just making thirty bucks. Yeah. That's, I mean, if you had a bunch of it, but then it's like, you really got to get like a waterproof receptacle. It looks like this woman has like stickers on it. And it's like actual, like, that's a lot. That's a lot of work. What do you do with the bathwater? You 
doing weird sex stuff with it? Are you drinking it, hoping to get the essence of the person? What do you do with this uh, I don't know. sexy bath water? I think you just splash it on your face and J.O. <sighs> yeah, probably. Just a quick splash and an, a nice hard J. <laughs> I'm going to have a splash and a J, and then uh, that's what my lunch hour is. Three pints, <laughs> a splash, a J, and then back to work. Can you imagine if that was a bar? Like, you just called bath water? Splash and J? No, you just go and you just... There's ladies taking baths, and you're like, I'll have a scoop of that one, a scoop of that one. And oh, it's like a buffet of bath water. Yeah, a bath water buffet. Uh, I guarantee it exists somewhere, probably, you know, Amsterdam. That's not a bad job. You just get to slosh around in a tub, and then yeah, you men drink the water. Take oh, breaks. Oh, you get so What are you doing, an eight-hour shift in this? Uh, no. J and slosh? No, there's just it's like just like a lunchtime thing. So they come in at lunch from, you know, noon to noon to one. Yep. And then you maybe a little bit of dinner, maybe a little, uh, little nighttime. <laughs> a little nighttime? Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm tired. Um, the Indian food killed me. Real warm and fuzzy that'll be new for everybody is uh, we've been running, both of us, yeah. here in Toronto on the lake shore. My old stomping ground, literally stomping where I used to stomp around when I lived here. I used to stomp around the friggin' lake shore. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Nice water. The CNE is there, and you know there's a nice little path there. Once a year, there would be like these birds that would attack you, which is a pretty wild. They're like these birds that would like nest in these trees, and they would like swoop at you when, when you ran by. It, it kind of like added to the whole running experience. Oh God! Didn't happen this time, but I was coming back, and then our old apartment building is next to this giant like park, this field, and there's a beautiful view of the Toronto skyline with the big CN Tower. And I like finished my run. And I like took my headphones off and I saw the big stupid CN Tower there. If you don't know what the CN Tower is, look it up. Matt and it loves just, the tower. It just made me feel good. And I've always said this. I'm like, looking at that stupid tower, I was just like, beautiful green grass. There was dogs running around. Big CN Tower. I was like, hell yeah. This town will never not get you. It's a beautiful town, baby. You love the tower more than anybody. Because, like, so many people come to Toronto and they're like, this is quite an ugly. I remember Anthony Bourdain came to Toronto. He's like, this place is fucking ugly. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's just, but it is. It, it can be very ugly, especially certain times of year when it's gray and it's just fucking condos as far as the eye can see. Oh, boo. New York can be ugly. I'm sorry. but Everywhere can be ugly. Everywhere can like, be ugly. It's a, it's a city... I mean, maybe I'm biased because this is like the first big city I ever lived in. And, you know, I, I love Toronto, here, but, but there's definitely more beautiful places. But, but there it's is nice. something grand about the tower, I will admit. It's like in L.A., if there was a giant tower that you could just see in the distance every now and then. It like anchors you. It like resets you somehow. I don't know. And you just kind of look at it and you're like, that thing's big. <laughs> <laughs> it's so big, that thing. And I think also because there, it breaks stuff up because there are so many condos and high-rise buildings yeah but then still among all those big gaudy things you see a bigger gaudy thing it also is a marker to where you are in the city it's like i've always my years of living in toronto like if i see it you know on a certain angle or how how close i am to it i'm like oh i know exactly where in this city i am kind of thing yeah or if you see it from a far distance, you're like, well, I went too far on the old subway. And or if you're like bad with directions, it like, yeah, it definitely helps. Or I made a joke about this, uh, uh, which I don't do on stage because there's no stages um, that it, you know, if you're tripping on drugs, it also resets you. 
Like I remember mm-hmm. I was like very high and I was just like <laughs> in a park and then I saw like the CN Tower just lighting up and I'm like, I'm still fine. I'm still here. Yeah, the tower's here. It's just me and the tower. It's just tower me time. and the tower. Tower time tower for Timmy. We should have the tower hour where we just talk about different towers around the world. Well, that's the first tower hour that we've ever had, I think. We have so many segments. Is this what you want? Too many segments. Too many segments. What about a podcast called Segments and then we just eat oranges? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they call this orange slices? They're orange They're segments. segments. Yeah. Huh. I would never call it a segment. It's a segment. Give me a segment of that juicy jumbo. Segment Freud. Segment <laughs> gumbo. I am chappy. Also, just a quick side note about running. Uh, I did my fastest run today. How fast? Two minutes. No. Uh, I, yeah, I ran two minutes. No, I ran um, my... my uh, I ran 20 minutes... And my average kilometer per your average time per kilometer time per kilometer was six point five seven. Jesus! And up and like when I start my when I started, I was like close to nine minutes. That's pretty wild. And the fact that I'm already under seven minutes, and I did my tenth run. It's very good. Do you get sore? Are you getting sore? Yes. Yeah. So, but I I got new running shoes, so that could be part of it. But um this i'm not getting sore after like it was after my first like two runs the way like my hips hurt my i was like well i can't keep this up i feel like i'm gonna fucking die like it felt so so horrible but now like the bottoms of my feet hurt a little bit and my when i go downhill one of my knees hurts yeah but that was at the starting start of my run but then after like seven minutes i just i'm like oh it all kind of went away i feel fine and i had a headache but like it all it all sort of cleared up and then by the end of it i was like i feel good it's good stuff and then but the the thing that fucks it and i'm starting to get fucked up with is the appetite the appetite is something because your metabolism starts to get all right and then you just feel like you can eat everything all the time but then you're like no indian food then you have nightmares and you're all full of spice that's what I'm going through right now. Um, Judd Appetite. I'm Judd Appetite. I <laughs> <laughs> it's just a giant bun that directs movies. I'm Judd Appetite. Wait, what did you call me? M- Mrs. Cuisine? Doctor Cuisine. Doctor <laughs> Cuisine. <laughs> you show up to an auction with a turkey on your head. <laughs> I'm Doctor Cuisine, and I'd like to bet two dollars on that chappy. <laughs> you say bet. Yeah, you're like, no, it's an auction. I bet $5 on Chappie. Oh, um, Dr. Cuisine. I do want to know who's purchasing this Chappie. I can't see there being any, are there any Chappie super fans out there? That oh, are like, yeah. I mean, there's fans for everything. Also, I just realized that Chappie has only three toes, and I don't like that uh, maybe the most right now. It almost Chappie. looks like he has like hooves. He's got little devil hooves because he's a fucking goat from hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's also, got, it looks like he's wearing knee pads. He's got knee pads. He's got weirdly defined uh, like calves, which also makes me uncomfortable. Wait, let me. Oh, um, he has like a weird like groin. He's got his groin has like hip bones and like I don't know. Like, do we have to make robots look exactly like us in every way? Oh, like, you're telling me that looks exactly like us, but girl. I, it's, you I'm need sorry. To it's on legs. It's on legs and has arms and a head. You know what I'm talking about? Like, of course it needs arms and legs. You don't want our robots to have arms and legs? No, they should have treads or something. They should be like treading or... There's got to be a more efficient way than, no. than legs. You're being legs robotist. Are legs the most efficient thing? Robotist. That's going to be... This podcast is going to come back to bite me in the ass in the future. Yeah, they're going to be like, Matt over. talked 
ill about robots yeah. and then the robots are going to fucking kill you. Yeah, the robots were like, during COVID time, this man talked bad of robots. What if robots save us from COVID? What if Chappie saves us? <laughs> what if robots gave us COVID? Yeah, that's a, uh, a theory I think that people are bouncing around. We should start more conspiracy theories. Hey, uh, here's a theory for you. The, uh, the is Pentagon COVID. is making cheese. Can you imagine that's the Pentagon it. is a cheese factory? Yeah, it's you, you just walk in and they're like, don't look behind that door. And it's just a bunch of guys making cheese slices, like an American cheese slices. I don't know why I pictured a bunch of guys running on like wheels like a hamster. That would be almost more jarring than the cheese making. <laughs> like, don't go behind that door. And it's just a bunch of guys in suits just running. And you're like, are they powering something? Yeah, they're powering like the cheese wheel. Yeah, they, <laughs> they seem know. very out of breath and tired. But they're like, this is how the government runs. That's how the government runs. A bunch of government workers on wheels. What about our next segment? Our next segment, I think, would be uh, French movie titles. And I have come ill-prepared. French movie titles so I, if you're not familiar which i sure most of you are um we think we, we look at movie titles and we want to see what's in french but usually the french one's not even the funniest one sometimes it's the it's the whatever it's in like thai or like deutsch or deutsch um so there's a, a stack of dvds in front of me <coughs> maybe district nine that's a good one. I mean, that's no, a weird No, it's not type. as boring as all hell. Well, you don't know if it has a funny French title. You're somewhat French. What do you think District 9 is? District 9. District 9. The movie came out in 2009. <gasps> um, is a District precursor nine. to the nightmare that we live every day that is Chappie. Um, it just came out in Portugal in March 2020. Wow. So Portugal dealing with pandemic and then District 9 was like, uh, by the way, you can watch this in theaters if you want. Whoa. Oh, can you imagine in 2020 being like, I got COVID because I saw the director of Chappie's first movie in theaters. Um. In Estonia, District 9 is called Nine Rajun. Wow. <laughs> uh, in France, yeah, it's just District 9. That's stupid. All right, let's do another one. Speaking of Judd Apatow. Japan, Dai Nine Chiku. That one's oh, pretty good. Okay. We might be getting something here. Just give me a second. Oh, my God. Sector 9, shit. No, that's District 9. Okay, what were you thinking? Okay, we were talking about Judd Apatow. Yep. Appetite. 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 Mr. Mr. Appetite. Um, knocked up. Knocked up. Le sex. Le sex est pregnant. Le sex est pregnant. <laughs> that movie I've seen multiple times, and I don't know if I enjoyed one watching of it. I liked the first time. Feels and like the first time. And you know what? When Katherine Heigl spoke out that it was like sexist and whatever, like in the way the way she did it, like maybe not the greatest, but she's not wrong. And then everybody fucking canceled Heigl. Talk about getting canceled. That is a woman who got fucking like, who like never worked again. Yeah. What the hell happened there? Is it because she spoke out? She spoke out, but like, I forget how she did it. It was a very public. Pl- it's not like she like brought it up. I don't, I actually don't fully know. We got to look up that story. But I remember at the time people were like, don't bite the hand that feeds you like whatever, whatever, whatever. But it is it's that movie was incredibly 
sexist in oh yeah it was the dirty boys of comedy like heyday series of movies that came out what was that other one where um that sloppy doughy boy played like the the womanizer in i love you man what's his name again um i like him in most things oh god um what the hell's his name he's also in knocked up as well he's part of jason Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. And then in, in I Love You, Man, he's like, I know how to hit on women and I get women all the time. And then you're watching. You're like, you look like tapioca pudding. He looks like like a like a like a manatee. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Um, he's doing very well and he's and he's handsome and fine. He's been doing better than us. Um, you <laughs> knocked just, up is pretty just, good. Yeah, it was gross. Knocked up is really giving me something here. I tell you, uh, I will say it was released you know most for the most part 2007 except for india they got it in 2019 baby wow only on the internet it says <laughs> which i don't know how that works so i guess that's like video on demand uh original title knocked up australia also call it knocked up knocked up what do you think it's called in french uh le, le pregnancy here's what it's called and I looked up the translation, and it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> In cloak mode d'emploi. Let me see. <laughs> en cloak mode d'emploi. Yeah, what do you think that is? Isn't it weird? Wait, so what is it? Blistered instructions for use. What does that mean? Wait, What? Is blistered? that what it actually came out? That's what it said it was in France? French to English. Blistered. Instructions for use. I got it. I got it. Ah, oh, fuck. What? Um, yeah, blistered instructions for use. Un cloque. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Un cloque. Um, no, it's not un cloque. It's en cloque. En cloque. E-N cloque. What which is means, cloak? Which means blistered. 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 Blistered instructions for use. And that's Does what it pregnancy is. Pregnancy means something different in France. It's like are people walking around pregnant, being like, "I have a blister," and they're like, "You mean baby?" And they're like, "No, no, 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 no." That's so odd. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I uh, spoke French for a long time, and I don't get that, man. You know what they call it in Italy? Molto incinta, which means very pregnant. i like this see when when a movie title has like a like an american style phrase yeah that this is when this uh this game really launches um huh portuguese a chance of caracas what this is doesn't make any sense a working title for uh, the u.s was untitled judd apatow project wow i think that one didn't fly um I feel like Turkey's really need to give me something unknocked up here. Um, accident bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god, this is a fucking bullet. Um, Slovenia, napum pana. Which this means is going to be good. Inflated. inflated. <laughs> See, these are all like these close. These are great. These are very close. Romania, unpick, insarsinata. Which is a little, a little pregnant. pregnant. See, this I like how it's like so pregnant. A little pregnant. Yeah, certain countries are like, this woman's exploding. And then Romania's what like... What is it in Poland? I've seen more pregnant. Wapka <laughs> uh, wapka in Poland. Poland. Setback. setback. Yep, yeah, I guess. that's a little bit of a setback. <laughs> setback. 
Um, it's it's almost a like a, a t- like stuck stuck. That's Lithuania. It's like how different countries see pregnancy. It's Peru. Like, what do they see it? It's oh. like a beautiful thing. Slightly Sp- pregnant. Slightly pregnant in Spanish. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, can it detect Japanese? I don't know. We're do- we're putting it in translate. A hitman without a knockup. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What does that even mean? A hitman without a knockup. I think if you're the guy getting a girl pregnant, you're a hitman, maybe. Okay, that's it in Japanese. A hitman without a knockup. Yep. Hmm. Wait, what's one more? Let's do one more. I really want a good one. I mean, German is usually real nice. That's uh, true. At the, at first, the first time. time. No. <laughs> we need to end on a good one. Bulgaria? I can't even. Oh, yeah, the Bulgarians will give us something like good. She, she got, got pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Bulgaria. We're going to see she got pregnant. What's it about? She got pregnant. <laughs> Well, guys, on that note, we're not getting any better than that. Yes. Uh, we have to go get drinks in a park with friends while we're here at a distance, wearing masks. Wearing masks. Wearing masks. Don't match my nail. Go to a different nose. I don't, I don't know, go, know how to harmonize that well. Ta. 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 Okay, wait. I'll, 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 I'll make an, a, a thing in the new harmon- harmonize because you're the one. Okay. Good morning. Isn't that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just doing the same octave. (laughs) Listen, this has been a fun time. Thank you very much for listening. Mm. We are uh, broadcasting live from the Andrew Bar here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The basement where you gotta be and you can't because it's you can't because you don't know these people. Listen, thanks for listening. Where can they find you, fucko? Oh, you know, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Julia Comedy, on Facebook, at Julia Comedian. JuliaComedy.com is my website, which I don't think I've updated since 1962, when the women were loose and the coffee was hot. And the men were driving. What? Uh, (laughs) What about you, Stiffler? I don't know. Yo, Stiffler, <laughs> it's me, the Stiffmeister from American Pie. Remember that scene where I drank cum in the first movie? That's a bit much. It literally was like one of the first scenes. That if, movie if really... If anybody was like, How, what can you tell me about American Pie? I'll be like, it was a bit much. Stiffler drank cum. Um, listen, <sighs> but if you want to come follow me, I'm Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter, Matt O'Brien on Instagram. You all know this, I think, by now. Tell everyone, review the show on iTunes and... Tell is this what you want podcast on Instagram? Please, please, please talk to us. We love you. We Be love safe you. out there. Wear a mask. Uh, ad- adhere to the rules because this ain't over, baby. We're all in this together. Also, just if it's your birthday coming up and you are hanging out with people and somebody buys you a cake with candles. Don't blow it out. Don't <laughs> blow out those candles. We've seen a lot of videos of people blowing, blowing out, out candles, candles still. That is something that doesn't exist in a post-COVID world. Yeah. Do not blow out the candles. But uh, we're going to blow you out. Uh-oh. Uh, that sounds weird. Doesn't sound weird to me. <laughs> we're going to blow you out uh, and blow you away. So uh, goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much.